Hey, Zo. Hey, Lo. How's it going today? <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, yeah, we are just wrapping up the curriculum for our Divinity Mastermind, and it is I don't know. There's just something really special about, I feel like the universe wanted it to be called divinity before we knew why. (laughs) And now we know why. So I'm just riding high off that, like just really reflecting. We're about to deliver the final module. It's been six months now. Um, and like things that people have created inside. And like, I think also just the space that we have both discovered through doing the work ourselves and having to really integrate it enough to teach other people. I don't know. I'm just feeling very like grateful, very grounded in just the last couple of years and the lessons that they've brought. And we're kind of going to talk about that <laughs> today, actually. Um, yeah. I don't know. How are you feeling? <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling great too. Really so grateful for this curriculum and everything that it's, I mean, just think reflecting personally, everything that's granted me, because when we build out these courses and programs and we allow them to flow through us in ways we go through our own journeys. And what's beautiful about divinity is inside of these containers, we share a next level, like vulnerably. And I'm just reflecting on where I was six months ago when we started versus like who I am now. And that is like such a gift to receive. And then also witnessing all these beautiful souls making making the parallel like transformations in their own lives is such a beautiful gift. And so I love group coaching programs for that. I love everything that we've built out and created through divinity. And, um, I'm so excited to offer it again to people in the future because it truly is the work. Like it's almost like we, we, we've, we've discovered so much through this program, but it really is the work that truly frees an individual from suffering when you apply it to your life. Yeah. And that's kind of what we want to talk about today is like really existing in this awareness where instead of like, what we want to speak to is, is the hard things that happen in life, the struggles that we go through, because Zoe and I are both really coming out of a long period of, of like up and down. It's not like it's all been bad, but there's definitely been like hard lessons over the last few years, much of which we have shared here. And I really feel like in just a, like I've walked through a portal in the last, you know, I mean the last six months, but the last, even just the last few weeks, um, things are like, I don't know. I feel like I'm just like existing on this different timeline all of a sudden. And one thing that I was, I was saying to Zoe earlier, and I said it to my boyfriend over the weekend was like my, uh, like ride or die mantra that I always shared with people. It was like such, it was how I moved through life was everything's always working out for me. And I would really feel into this. I, it was like the thing that it was my faith, really. Everything's always working out for me. In other words, like it's safe to trust. And then over the last few years, there was a lot of times when like, it really didn't feel like anything was working out for me. And I don't say that from like an egoic, like, oh, I didn't get what I wanted. I'm like, no, like I often didn't have what I felt I really needed. I often was, you know, drastically short financially, I was often, um, in this space where like, I would move forward with something that I felt so called to do in terms of like a course or a curriculum and be met with crickets and like put so much energy into things that just repeatedly fell short or failed altogether. And so 
I really kind of lost this. I lost my faith, to be honest. I lost the ability to believe that like, yeah, things work out for me. And it was hard for me to imagine how I could get that back because it it's not just faith and manifesting. It's like the ease through which I was always able to trust myself and move through life and allow for things to unfold. Like it was the peace of mind that I value above anything is like, well, I believe that things work out for me. So it's safe to move forward. It's safe to trust. And without that, I really didn't feel like myself. Like it, it makes me emotional to be honest. Um, just feeling like who I am is my faith, who I am is my ability to take giant leaps and believe that it will work out. And if I can't believe that it will work out, like this life just feels so much grayer to me, you know, like that is who I am. So anyways, it's only been though in the last, I'd say couple of months where it's actually integrating for me, where I can really start to see how the struggle of it all was things working out for me. Like I can look back at all the times when it didn't work out or all the times that it was really fucking hard and go, that was the universe working things out for me in a way that I really could not see. And that's what we want to talk about today. And I'll tell more about this story as we go on, but, um, it's the releasing of the need to figure out why things are the way that they are either from a perspective of like, why is the universe doing this or what have I done wrong or where am I not in alignment and not trying to figure it out because you're not supposed to be able to see it right now right? You will see it when you see it. And that's, I spent so much time being like, where's my mindset off? Where am I not in alignment? Where, why didn't this work out? And it's like, I spent so much energy trying to figure it out. And I wasn't supposed to, I could not have seen how things were working out for me, honestly, until now, two years later. Yeah. So, so powerful low. And one thing I want to add to that is that our our egos, our minds, they love to figure things out. They love, it loves predictability. It loves to be able to put things into boxes. It loves numbers. It loves scales. It loves the ability to predict the future because in the ability to predict the future or the perception of that, the ego feels in control. But when we're operating from that place of spiraling out, spinning our tires in our minds of trying to figure out what is going on, what am I moving through? right? We're not actually being in our hearts and we're not being in our bodies. And we've spoken a lot on, on this podcast about regulating the nervous system and the importance of that. And whatever it is that you're struggling through, it's an invitation to return to love, return to wholeness within yourself. And sometimes those, you know, struggle city chapters are lengthy. Like we, I want to validate that, that we Lo and I together, we've been through some like really deep stuff in the past few years that really took us to, you know, this place of feeling like I have no choice but to surrender to whatever this is. And yeah, eventually. (laughs) But what we want to grant you today is just like some ease and some spaciousness around the idea of like figuring out of it's not yours to figure out right now. Like Lo said, it's going to be crystal clear in hindsight, it will be 2020 and you'll have even more information, clarity pieces revealed to you than you can imagine. It will all make sense. Let's say when you arrive where you're meant to be, whether that is a place of awareness, whether that is a place of discovering your purpose, whether that is a place of coming to the other side of the healing, whatever it is, you will get that. 
So stop trying and expending this trying energy of needing and grasping at figuring it out right now, because you're not supposed to, like Lo said, and you know, saying this to previous though, as well of like, it's okay. I understand like the ego's need to feel safe and trying to understand and put a label on all of this to feel safe. But if you just release it, you will move at a faster momentum. You will feel more free. And your only job here again is to return to love, give love to yourself, integrate parts of you that are asking to be integrated, release the attachments, right? It's all an inwards journey versus I need the external to look a certain way for me to feel safe in this. Yeah. One thing that I have really been mindful of, um, is how I speak now to the topic of creating your reality and manifestation. And I think, I mean, we were always intentional on this podcast. We always brought every angle in. We were always real about it, but I think something that happens and certainly something that kind of happened to me is just you can get so far into that world where it's like you create your reality that you think it's a moment by moment thing where it's like, I thought this and then this happened. And that creates this need to, if, if things aren't going exactly the way that you desire them to go, there's an available story there that goes something like, well, I'm obviously doing it wrong. Then I'm, I'm not thinking the right thoughts. I'm not feeling the right emotions. I'm getting something wrong here. And it's that story that can be really dangerous, to be honest, because you start going into this place where like you're judging every thought you're living in just total anxiety and trying to like pick apart, you know, this, the space that you're currently in rather than observing it. Because I look back at like, just, I don't know, a lot of the, the mental and emotional spaces that I inhabited for long periods of time, and they still come up here and there, you know, it's still life on planet earth, but so much of the suffering was in analyzing, self-analyzing, like analysis paralysis of like, I can't be in this mindset because it's going to create X, Y, and Z. And I can't have X, Y, and Z be created. So I need to get out of this mindset. And like, I, now I, I look at it and I'm like, it's yes, we are creators. We create our realities, but it is so much bigger than that because I look at what kind of, for me, in my mind, where the last two years were actually, or three years were actually created from, for me, which was that I set an intention to, and, and of course it was like COVID and just a million things happening. It wasn't just about like money and business, but I personally had set an intention of like really expanding my business. I've spoken to this a bunch and I'm going to get to the place soon where I don't want to tell the story anymore, but I do think like it's, it's held so much value for me and, and people that I've shared it with. But yeah, I set this intention of really expanding my capacity to be financially free. The, the thing was though, I was doing it in a business that wasn't ultimately what the universe knew I would want long-term. And so things happened where it started to all fall apart. Some of it, I feel I created, and some of it just happened, like just things going drastically wrong for no reason. And now, you know, two and a half years on, I'm starting to see this momentum and this abundance coming through my new business, which is Mandela's and creating art. And oh my God, it's like, it, it makes me emotional how good it feels and the ease that's there where I'm like, I paint and I put these paintings out there and a few of them have now gone like viral. I have this big audience and people are just regularly buying these courses and I'm not doing anything 
and I have privacy. I don't, I get to share how much, or I get to decide how much I share about my own life. You know, like we're, this is the space where we're definitely the most vulnerable, but there's many places in which I don't desire to do that. And one of them is Instagram, to be honest. Like, I just don't want to be public in that way. Um, and this business makes all of that available. And so I guess what I'm getting to is like, it was all working out for me. The struggle was in me analyzing it and fighting it and thinking that it should have been different. Like the universe was like, okay, you want freedom, but I'm not going to give it to you in the way that you think you want it. Cause that's not actually going to be freedom for you. That's not actually going to be like your soul's greatest expression. And now I have this like reality unfolding in front of me that I only came across because I was so exhausted and so like desperate for an outlet um, that I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I ever wanted anything that wasn't this, you know? And I'm, I'm reclaiming like everything's working out for me, but we're two and a half years on <laughs> and I could have saved myself a lot of energy, not trying to figure it out back then. Cause I wasn't supposed to be able to see where it was leading me. Yeah. What's beautiful about what you're, what you're saying low is like, what I'm, what I'm hearing is that you learn, you integrate it by moving through it. You integrate it by living through it. And those next levels of your heart's desires being made manifest, they're earned through experiences. And the universe is always the divine orchestrator giving us better than we could ever possibly imagine. But from our viewpoint at any given time, when we set an intention, it's like calling us into a next level of expansion. It's calling us into different levels of growth and embodiment in all different ways. And only the universe, God source, the divine knows what that looks like. We cannot perceive of what that might look like from the place that we're at when we set those intentions. So the more open we can be to the journey, the, the more that we can surrender and stop fighting it, stop wrestling with what is and like and move through it from a place of love, taking care of ourselves, nurturing ourselves through the process, using our tools, um, having it be more of an inward journey than scrambling to make the outside feel safe so that we can feel yes. safe. The more that we move with the changing seasons of our lives versus resist them is where we access freedom, is where we integrate strength, is where we integrate resiliency. And these things, it's not just you can download strength. No, you have to go through your body. You have to go through your psyche. You have to move through different realities and ways to dismantle everything that was a false perception of what strength is to really become a next level of that for yourself. And what's beautiful about like what I think we've both moved through in our, our different ways in our lives. And I'm sure those people listening can, can relate to this because I know that we all move through these things collectively is that a lot of things had to fall away, become dismantled, crumble because they weren't built on authentic foundations. And perhaps we had perceived that these were authentic foundations because they felt like they were to us at the time, but the universe has called us into a space to really deepen roots in our foundations, to really build, um, what I believe is a foundation for prosperity, because I think that what's been coming through for me lately is that abundance is one frequency is one reality is like a paradigm. It's something that we can all tune into, but prosperity is a completely different way of being where you live out your path of purpose and service. And you are 
prosperously provided for with opportunities, people, um, places. There's no more of this three-dimensional, like I'm speaking for my own like situation here. No more of this three-dimensional like strategy of maybe I'll put ads out to make my business grow. Maybe I'll do X, Y, Z. Maybe I'll the figuring it out. There's none of this figuring it out when it comes to prosperity. It's simply, I'm getting the human out of the way and I'm allowing my purpose to live through me and the universe is my marketing manager. All of a sudden, all the, the right people are in my life. All of a sudden, there's just so much more love that I can see around me because I've cleared all of the false perceptions, all of the false foundation that that was programmed into me or like, you know, trauma created and all of that. But what you're left with is such a beautiful level of liberation and strength that you only have uh, the choice to live through to get to. I would love to know from you, Zoe, and like, oh, that was so beautifully put. Um, Because I know you've gone through your own journey of just a lot of ups and downs and really navigating like the deepest, darkest parts of yourself and, and dark times in your own life. How now are you seeing things that like, what's your perspective on the struggle of it now in these periods of your life that you didn't have access to, no matter how hard you tried? a year or two years ago. Yeah. I mean, what comes to me initially, as you say, that is like, I think the struggle was like, I finally started making this deep or inwards journey back into my body in ways that maybe like, you know, trauma and went off from my childhood kept me kind of living like up in the clouds or in my head a lot. And as soon as I decided to commit to the work and the body felt safe, a lot came up all at once. A lot was manifesting in my reality all at once. A lot felt out of control all at once. Um, and so to anyone who might be in that space and time, I just want to say like, just, just breathe through it, give yourself grace and ease because, um, it's not an easy journey, especially at those beginning stages when it kind of feels like everything's hitting the fan all at once, um, and stuff. But what I can see now is through those chapters of struggle, like it was beautiful because I was discovering who I am. It was beautiful because I was integrating these different aspects of my being, which will now support me as I move through the rest of my life, integrating inner fortress energy, strength, resiliency, belief in myself, love for myself, self-love, right? And with what was being integrated through those struggles uh, is priceless. I understand that it had to be lived through. Like I had to uh, hold myself, regulate myself. I had to really choose myself first in so many ways. And what's left here now, again, is this beautiful foundation. So it was all worth, it was all a necessary part of the journey. Um, And I don't like, I don't believe that I could have made any different choice to be like exactly where I am now. But what I want to say to that is that for anyone listening who finds themselves struggling or wrestling with reality, like get curious about surrender, get curious about like letting go of the idea of figuring it out because there was a lot of spirals that I got into, um, trying to figure it out, literally spinning my tires. And that could have saved me. I think a lot of a time, even though time doesn't really exist, it could have saved me a lot. So just, just sprinkling a bit of ease and grace in there for, for those of you who are navigating. And just, if you find yourself in the energy of trying to figure something out, relinquish control, relinquish that idea because the divine has a plan for you. And the, the more and more, and it's a moment to moment thing, sometimes surrender, the more and more that you can give that 
give that back to the divine, return that to love, return that to wholeness, you'll feel a lot more safe and free. And that safety and that freedom is not just, um, it's not just something that comes and goes. It's something that actually remains inside of you. It's embodied. I think that, um, in order to release trying to figure it out, we have to simultaneously release judgment, release Mm -hmm. judgment on circumstances, release judgment on ourselves, release the idea that something is wrong in the first place, right? A judgment of like, I've done something wrong or I've taken a wrong turn or things are not the way that I think that they're supposed to look. All of that is a judgment on yourself and reality. And we have to first, and like, I remember, I mean, you could have said that to me two years ago and I would have fought for why my perspective on things about how wrong it all was, was accurate, right? Like, yeah, but like, I, I was just so caught up in the idea that it had all gone wrong for me. (laughs) And like, and I had to cling to that because my identity was so wrapped up in a world that I felt was, was crumbling around me in a business that I was losing control of. Um, and so it's, you know, a lot of the time our attachment and the need to figure it out, it is, it's a safety mechanism. It's a self-preservation, a survival thing. So this is like where the divinity work for us is it's so deep. And the people that have been through it inside of our mastermind would attest to that it's deep next level work because you are clearing away all the shit you think you are that you're not actually (laughs) like I couldn't stop trying to figure it out because I was trying desperately to make sense of something that I had my identity wrapped up in. And until Mm -hmm. I was willing to let go of the things and the ideas and all of the, just the constructed, you know, the constructed like being that was Lauren in my mind, which was like a death in and of itself. Um, I, I couldn't get there, but on the other side, like, I felt like I was forced to not forced into it. I think if you're not willing to let go of the things that are trying to leave you, they're going to go anyways. It's just going to be more painful in the process. Like if you're not willing to go there in your mind, you will go there in the body. Like we're being forced to really confront these things right now, because this is where like consciousness is. But on the other side of all that is like a relationship I feel extremely fulfilled by that I finally can hold space for. And that I don't feel any attachment. Like I'm not, there isn't this like, uh, I don't know. I just, I can continuously release whatever needs to be released to create space for the love that wants to be there. I didn't have that capacity before I can continuously release control in the business that I'm now building. Right. Like, so it's on the other side is like literally everything. It definitely could have been less painful (laughs) here. Zoe said like saving yourself time or attachment or struggle is in the allowing of the things to to go. And that's the hard, like, that's hard. It's hard. Mm -hmm. And when you believe that in every moment you're creating your reality, it's hard to let go of the idea that like, you're either doing it right, or you're doing it wrong based on what your current circumstances look like. And I just think at this point, it's so much more like nuanced than that for where we're at and where I still like quantum creators is like still my like core philosophy. I just know it now to be so much bigger. Like I was always quantum creating my reality. I just didn't like what the bridge of incidents looked like (laughs) for a while. (laughs) Yeah. And sometimes, again, sometimes those bridge of incidences, they're years. I mean, our whole life is a bridge of incidents, Yeah, but 
Like when you set an, a big intention into motion and you do that from your heart and you plant those seeds, the universe is going to reveal the pathway to you. And the more that you can surrender to that pathway, relinquish the control, stop wrestling with what is the more, uh, freedom, peace, and like grace you'll feel within yourself, Mm -hmm. which is, (laughs) I think like what we're reflecting to all of you is like, it's okay. We've all, we all go through these little, you know, little big struggling chapters, but what's on the other side of that is always better than you Mm -hmm. could ever imagine. And it won't be something you need to figure out. It'll be something that just occurs to you one day. Like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I, I get it. Like, but I think you have to maintain, like you have to be willing to see it that way because you could just as easily take the mindset of like, no, those were things that did go wrong in my life or I was wronged. And in many cases, you could even like, you have justification. There's really shitty things that happen to good people in this world. And I think it's a decision to choose the perspective. Like I was always going to lead myself back to everything's working out for me because I can't imagine living any other way. But if I was someone that was getting a lot of payoff by being in the victim mentality or perspective about it of like, these are all the ways in which the universe didn't show up for me. I could continue a life where that was true for me too. That's just not what I'm personally committed to. So you have to be willing to let go of any part of you that wants to be right about how things have not worked out for you. Or, and I know that like life is filled with really tough things. And a lot of the time it's for good people. So like, that's, I think the hardest part, like if you can decide to be someone that's not going to be like you would rather be happy than be right. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And the bigger challenges that come your way, I think just the bigger the universe has of a plan for you, really. You know, like I'm not making light of really difficult things that happen and losses. And, you know, it's just like, that's where your power is. Are you going to be someone that sees it as you know, this happened to me and now my life will never be the same. Are you going to choose to see some or see it through the lens of like, what if that was what it needed to be for X, Y, and Z and the bigger, the, or the harder, the circumstances, just the more power you're being called into. And that's a decision. Yeah. It's a decision. Am I going to fight this and resist it? Or am I going to remain open, allow and integrate whatever the lesson is that's here that it's revealing to me? I am uh, not easy work, but <laughs> powerful. Well, I use our friend Dan all the time as an example, because he's such an embodiment of this. And he wrote, I mean, he's quite public about it. We've actually had him on our podcast, but, um, black in like 2019 his dad committed suicide. And he would tell, he would talk to you for ages and ages about how much that like, it's, it's not that he's taking the perspective of like, oh, my dad passed away and it was great that that happened to me. It's that he is choosing the perspective of like, here are the things that came out of that, that have positively affected my life that wouldn't have otherwise. And like, that's an available perspective that he's choosing to take. And he's created like multiple successful businesses since then he has a loving relationship. He's developed himself in like, he's just, he's a happy person, but it was always available and justified that he could have gone the other way with it. And he would have been justified in doing that, but that's not what he chose for himself. Right. And so that's where all of our power is. And I love hearing him talk about it because it's, 
a really hard thing that he and, and his family still go through. And it's every day his decision to see it in the way that he does. And that's, you know, it doesn't have to be quite that <laughs> extreme in terms of what the circumstances are, but there's always a decision in how do you want to see things. And if you, I think, yeah, I think for both of us, like we're just people that are always going to choose to be positive about things, even if we have days where we don't want to be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, completely. I, I love coach Dan so much. I'll we'll have to have him <laughs> back on the podcast. I know. Um, but like one thing that comes to me is just an actionable way to apply this, what we're speaking to into your lives right now. If there is an area as you're listening of your life that you're really, uh, identified with the struggle is to ask yourself and just start praying for and asking the divine even, right. Starting to cultivate faith of how can I see this differently? Show me how to see things differently. Start asking for what you really want. It's not, you don't want the circumstances to change. You want to change the way that you're perceiving them because we cannot manipulate reality as it's revealing itself to us, teaching us lessons, but we can change how we see the world. We can change who we're being in the world. And so always praying for that higher perspective, show me how to see things differently has really supported me through everything. And I find like, I'll ask, like, show me how to see things differently. I might, I might get the answer in two minutes. Like <laughs> it yeah. can happen very quickly, but you've got to like bring yourself to that higher perspective. You got to really ask for it. You got to pray for it. You got to cultivate faith for it and whatever that looks like to each of you. And it's an open space of allowing, not a figuring out mm -hmm. just to bring it back. So yeah. And like on the other side is just so much like gratitude for all of it. Like I have gratitude right now. I I'm sure that I'll go through periods where I lose it again. Like it's, <laughs> it's a decision to keep coming back to it, but I have gratitude right now for things that I thought were just like the hardest thing for me to navigate, you know, but that's, that's the beauty of time. Um, mm -hmm. and I think the more, this is what I love actually about getting older and letting time move on is like the experience that you have to pull from and the, the perspectives that it offers. Like I wouldn't trade with any former version of myself or younger version of myself, because she doesn't know what I know. She doesn't have the ability to choose how she relates to her external world. And I wouldn't trade that for anything. And I'm sure that will just grow in exponentially. <laughs> yes. So yeah. Anyways, loved this episode and this topic. Thank you guys for being here. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending a piece of your day with us and tuning in to The Low and Zo Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate it and share on social media. Be sure to tag us. Until next time, stay abundant.